Welcome to the No Fame Podcast. A woman in a dark leather jacket was leaning up against the fountain, looking at her phone, vibrant red hair blowing in an ominous wind. As she looks up, as you start to get out of the van, Jort, sorry, I, I gotta admit, I've been lying, but I just needed, I needed your help, and I needed to get you here today. Uh, I see you've made some friends, and maybe they can help too. Uh, I feel a little bad, but I feel like you're in a unique position to help me out. Five check, is she about to just like disembowel the jorts? <laughs> no, my jorts. <laughs> <laughs> the J string, no. <laughs> you all forgot. I did not. <laughs> I did. I did. I honestly, truly did, and I. Yeah, you can do a you can do a vibe check for sure. Um, again, the fountain, okay. the downtown area, the town square is kind of surrounded by s- small shops and restaurants and and d- different little stores and stuff like witchcraft is there and across the way hocuses focus and focuses is there uh it seems to be the morning the sun is pretty low uh in the west shit rises in the east in the east who <laughs> uh, knows the sun the sun is pretty somewhere. sure it rises in the east yeah uh it's pretty low in the east uh so it feels like morning uh i don't think you can trust your devices at the current moment especially maybe Aram. <laughs> but um yeah what was that uh what was that rule uh, 23 to check vibes. Uh, definitely, you don't get a vibe. She doesn't look, she looks super casually sitting there, not like she's about to run and charge at shorts uh, in some kind of anime disemboweling slash attack. But does she look like she's going to pants me? <laughs> That's the real <laughs> question. Who knows? No. No one ever expe- expects it. Listen, uh, Alice, right? Is that really your name? Yeah, 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 Alice. Not inside check that. <laughs> yeah, if you want to roll an inside check. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, because this matches the description of a page. Ooh, 28, Whoa. right? I Fuck. Here is okay. what I'll do. 28 is insane, and I'm never <laughs> going to beat it. Uh, They're going to roll a roll. And I won't tell you which roll they're rolling, but I will tell you that they get okay. a plus eight to this. And roll right now. Uh, nope, 18 total. Uh, you get a sense that with a 28, the look on her face when you were like, that's your real name, uh, she looks a little bit like taken back for half a second. And then like she's thinking and it's like, yeah, Alice, Alice, sure. Yeah, all right, Alice. Well, uh, and your sister's Catherine, the librarian, right? You've both lived here for a long time. You know, I'll tell you, because I need your help, Jort, um, that was kind of the lie. You see, mm. I... Um, I see. I don't know, Catherine. Uh, sorry, I don't... I'm not related to Catherine, 
uh, in any way, shape, or form. I just kind of know who Catherine is. We spent a bit of time together. And, well, she's very far away right now. And I needed to do a little bit of testing in this area. And I needed your help to kind of finish finish it. I needed to prove a thesis, a theory. Uh, I needed to prove a theory and I proved it. And I just kind of need your help to kind of put the cherry on top. Right. So you uh, this uh, Catherine's on vacation and you, uh, you're trying to do some sort of tourist experiment, right? Isn't that right, Paige? Uh, she looks... Is that your name? You can tell with that 28. She's like, blanked out she's like mm, no it's alice uh sorry uh on Catherine, not not on vacation and alice like looks around there's like no one really in the square you hear like metal music coming out of witchcraft uh across the way like nice. dull like like a choir singing oh my god someone's playing dragon <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what's what's happening. Oh, no, uh, no, uh, I. Here's the thing. Catherine was kind of taken out of her position at the library. She started to kind of dig a little bit too deep into the history books here, and some people weren't incredibly happy with that. And they didn't want everyone else kind of figuring out what's going on. Uh, so they just kind of took her where they could keep an eye on her. All right. Well, uh, and I did lie to your friend I... who got you this gig saying that I needed help. But really, I needed your help specifically, not just really any investigator. Okay, and why is that? What do you what what do you need help with? Well, a lot of little birdies tell me that you've got a very specific and unique connection almost at will that you can communicate with someone who is not really from around here, let's say. Who who's that? Who's she talking about? I haven't seen you talk to anybody. I think she's talking to like you know about my like cell provider or something. Oh, you know <laughs> they pay they charge way too much. We gotta talk to them. <laughs> they do. <laughs> Listen, you know how hard it is getting data on a Nokia phone. It's wild. <laughs> I am doing this in front of uh, Alice. <laughs> Alice is like, well. I guess I've seen it now. Um, I mean, I don't know if your friends could maybe help us out. And her eyes kind of hang on, uh, I was about to say the wrong name, on Risa. Her eyes kind of hang on Risa for a hot second. And then, like, gaze over the rest of you and then look back at the van. She's like, who are the podcasts? What did... And it doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, I mean... I'll be frank, this area is pretty unique. There are not many places like it where picture like a window 
and this window is keeping the rain out. But the window is full of cracks, and sometimes the rain gets in. This area has that window around it, and it's in a unique position where I need to get through this window, and it kind of is the best place to do it, and it seems like your unique connection might be able to help me get through that window, and it looks like maybe even some of your friends might have some strange connections going on here. I didn't expect this, but could help out. Why? Well, I am not really from around here either. I just feel I feel like I should I feel like I should be kind of moving on and getting out of here. I just don't really feel like it's where I belong right now. Do I believe her? Uh, interesting. Very interesting. Uh, yeah, let, give me an insight check. I don't think she's trying too hard to be uh, one way or another about it. I just missed all that because my headphones died. <laughs> Seven. Oof, seven. Uh, you think with seven that, yeah, she seems like maybe she's not from around here and she just needs to get out. What about, like, Is she is she kind of like the phone or the email message from that was going to Aram and that trying to get out like it's that trying to get out that's got my spidey sense tangle tingling yeah uh are you asking her this I'd phrase it a little differently. So here's the thing. You want to get out. So why don't you just like, I don't know, get a car and leave? Well, the thing is, if I got a car and left, I'd be leaving the area that gives me the best chance of kind of getting to where I belong. I don't really belong in any city or even around here been kind of feeling like I'm missing something or there's something I need and it's it's not really around here I've been here for a very long time I uh she like looks around again and she's like I mean are you got I know Jort you're not from here um I don't really recognize any of the rest of you judging by that van maybe you're not from around here but I mean has anyone heard about what's been going on recently around here it's a lot of strange things happen in this community right disappearances and all that yeah definitely disappearances people uh, that's kind of 
an old thing. That's been happening for a very, very, very long time. Uh, and that's kind of what I need to do. I kind of need to disappear. Not, not to be, you know, uh, forward, I guess. Uh, are you a person? Like a human people person? She kind of like, her head kind of like falls and she kind of like laughs a little bit. It's <laughs> uh, a great question. I don't... I mean, what makes someone a person? I mean, I... She like reaches in her pocket and hauls out like a little dagger and she like cuts her forearm and she's like I bleed red blood I breathe I eat but I I wasn't born here I I was made as a bit of an experiment uh, that a bit of a, an experiment at the end of a long line of experiments uh, I was the one that worked and um, a lot of people put a lot of time and energy into the into I guess me the project they would say and I think I'm human but I kind of just feel like I'm connected elsewhere like I just need to be beyond into the void Those people that you mentioned had gone missing? A lot of people have gone missing, yeah. Do you know why? More recently, some of them uh, volunteered uh, or were willing to accept some scientific experiments. I uh, was in contact with some of them, and it was a success. It, it worked. Uh, I haven't been able to contact them since, and I can only imagine it's because this experiment was a success. You tried to send them? Well, I made sure that they had the materials they needed. Yeah. Ooh. You know, maybe it that's a complicated... Maybe they didn't have what they needed to get back, and maybe I should have figured out where they left from to really kind of see what was left behind, but I asked them to get in contact with me if the next day, and they, they haven't, so I, I imagine they, they're no longer around here. You, you could have spaghettified them. Like, you... What? Why didn't you just try and go through on your own? Uh, it was a risk, maybe. I was a bit nervous. Maybe it didn't work. Maybe it would do something to me and... No, that that doesn't make any sense. That that wouldn't have happened. That... You all right? You said they volunteered. You said that they wanted to go there. You said... I asked them if they would be amenable to this little fun experiment, and they seemed excited, curious. That's not true. Maybe they didn't know all of the information going into it, but 
They knew enough. No, you have to be... lying. You're lying. Kenzie would never volunteer to go there. Kenzie, Kenzie, Kenzie. There was... Penelope... Kenzie sounds familiar. I never really met them face to face. Was the thing. Um, do you know? Do you know them? He wouldn't volunteer to go there. He wouldn't leave me alone. Oof. Interesting. I... Listen, kid. I... No hard feelings. I didn't realize I was breaking up some kind of bond here. I put some information out there. I said, hey, I don't know what might happen. It might be dangerous. And I mean, maybe your friends didn't pass along all the information, you know? So what you're telling me is you sort of, what, coerced innocent people into doing a experiment that you yourself wouldn't do? despite you needing to get to this place. I needed to figure out if this was the way. Uh, I was going off of a lot of half uh, written... No, not half written. I was going off of a lot of incomplete research notes and some other research notes kind of from uh, Catherine Bell had started digging up and uncovering. Uh, She kind of left a lot behind uh, in her house and uh, it was kind of convenient really for me on top of what I took for myself it was a bit of an experiment and I needed to figure out if it was going to work or not wow we've seen some fucked up shit today but this is terrible I know really you should (coughs) Sorry, that was Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> Do it, Mancy. Go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you're if you're going to do experiments, you really need to have informed consent. Like people I mean, should be aware if, of what they're getting just, into. Yeah, just send them to another dimension. I guess you don't need informed consent. Man, that is awful. But now you have better notes and you know how to get there and back, right? Well, I know what they said worked. And I thought, based on the notes that I was going off of, that they would have had the means to get back as well. But I guess maybe that's... You see, it's hard. When you're beyond the window, things are different. Things kind of... They don't follow the same rules. And that was kind of the great unknown... You see, it's like it's like we we create things where we are. We create things all the time. And she kind of like waves around. There's like a little, tr- like the town square itself is dotted with like tree planters and stuff like that. Things are created here all the time. And we don't see it always, but that energy has to go somewhere. And it does. It goes somewhere that consumes, that constantly takes energy, that constantly needs energy. And I feel that need. And I feel like that I need to be on that end 
and I need to be the one taking energy. It, I feel, in, you know, you just feel incomplete. You feel like you haven't belonged in a very long time. And I, I mean, I grew up in, in holding rooms and eventually I was able to help out with the research they were doing on me and myself and this void and things went a bit to, to hell, I guess you could say. Uh, and things started happening very quickly. And here I am. I made it out of where I was with an opportunity to get to where I belong, but I wasn't sure exactly how to do that uh, until kind of the past few weeks. I started putting the pieces together and did some research, uh, found some notes about Oracle in the city, the people that kind of work with this void, work with people that use this void. And I found a lot of notes on you, Jort, an investigator who time and time again has proved a very strange personal connection with the other side. And it seemed too perfect. Uh, it seemed maybe this was exactly the right way to, to get this all to work. So say we help you. How are we helping you? What does that look like? Uh, right here. Uh, we just need to make the crack in the window a little bit wider. Uh, it, this actually is one of the few places left that it would be easier to do. Uh, again, things have been kind of weird kind of strange lately something up with the lighthouse uh, something big happened up at the lighthouse something big happened up at the mountain uh, I think this is maybe the last big place I can I can try this to get through here in you know the lovely downtown area and we we just need to widen the the breach a little bit so if you want to widen the breach, what's going to keep all those monstrosities from coming through to this side? Well, they- also, like, we've just kind of only, like, a l- little bit of glossing over the fact that you took some kids. And- yeah, we're really glossing yeah. over that. That feels like a, a really a thing to resolve. Is... I didn't realize I mean people get experimented on all the time and no one really cares about it right I would love to detect thoughts on this lady yeah 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 <laughs> uh, it just works for surface level right yep she her thoughts are you get flashes of experiment rooms of like sickly clean white distilled like hospital-like rooms uh, with researchers kind of going around. She's like picturing this as she's talking about it. People being experimented on. People that don't really look quite human. People that look kind of like some kind of odd mix between the void creatures you ran into and human. Uh, And you see her kind of thinking back 
her sitting on like a bed, researchers poking and prodding and putting her in machines and doing experiments. And she's like, yeah, people, people, this happens all the time. I, I thought. Not like this. No, it's, this is a little uh, edging into murder. Are they dead? Maybe. I Probably mean, maybe not. they. I mean, it was an experiment, I guess. I mean, we don't know where they are. I have a good idea of where they are, and what's not to stop? What's to sorry stop things from coming through? Depends on what's on the direct other side of it, I guess. I mean, if someone's over there to stop it from coming through, then job's done, I guess. But we want them back? I mean, if you want something back, we can... I'm sure the the break would be wide enough or stay long enough for me to go through and for you to take a look. So it'll close? It'll close eventually, I'm sure. Has it opened up before? Yeah. Uh, Have people gone missing before this way? Oh, yeah. Uh, it's sometimes just kind of is natural but random you know you can't really predict when it's going to open up and sometimes things get out sometimes things get in but again I'll, I'm working on half notes at this point and but a lot of the research they can't make accurate predictions of when or where it's going to open but they know it's pretty weak in specifically this kind of area we're standing in she points at the lighthouse, which you see way off in the distance, like along the coast. And she points at the mountain. She's like, yeah, it kind of works in threes. There, it used to be stronger. Uh, there used to be less things going wrong, less people going missing. But with with time, it, it wears down like all things. Uh, there are people that try to help fix it, but... I think something might have happened. Not my fault. Let me just... You all seem upset that I'm doing a lot of things, but something happened recently that wasn't my fault. And some of the people taking care of this area also kind of dropped off the radar, so... But anyway, that's neither here nor there. It did... Maybe we can keep it open long enough. I get what I want... You, I guess, take a look for maybe the people. I would love for her to make me a DC 19 wisdom saving throw because I am pushing further on the detect thoughts. Ooh. Uh, wisdom saving throw, you said? Mm hmm. She only has a plus one for. She's not super wise. <laughs> Is that obvious? Uh, 12. Uh, what no. is it you are. I'm kind of looking more for intention and also kind of. But this is like reading her mind, right? Yeah, yeah. So this is the like. Gain insight into its reasoning, its emotional state or and something that looms large in its mind. Um, something that it worries over, loves, hates. Yeah, um, you don't sense strong emotions. You sense, like, 
logic, you know, linear thinking, like this cause and effect, not really feeling much towards anything. It's kind of like, well, this happened and this happened. So this is how all of this happens. Um, Delving in on the back of all that research, you reach a point in her mind. You see her looking in a mirror, kind of brushing her hair out of her face, brushing her teeth and kind of walking out to like this kind of like common area. Uh, There's a woman with brown hair, mid-twenties, maybe late-twenties, in like a sterile white kind of gown. Uh, You see like a thing wrapped around her ankle and like plain white shoes. And uh, Alice like walks up and sits down. She's like, hey. And the other woman, oh, uh, Alice, uh, hey, how are you? And Alice looks back. Uh, yeah, I'm fine. Uh, I've got, um, they're just doing some stuff later. They think some of the things they found recently, they think I might have a connection with those creatures. Maybe I can talk to them. I don't know. It's, it's all very interesting. It's nothing we've done before, so it, it should be fun. Uh, Catherine, we're... Uh, what what are you up to today? Catherine kind of like looks sad. Oh, um, I think I'm just going to be here, maybe read for a bit. And you hear like a PA. Alice to research station one. Alice to research station one. Alice is like, okay, uh, I'll see you later. And Alice starts walking down this corridor. And then you hear like a like explosion. And then where emergency lights go off and Alice starts like looking around you see researchers running back and forth and a thought goes through Alice's mind she's like I something's wrong and I can use this to leave and you see her calmly walking into like an office and like going through a file cabinet and picking up like a bunch of discs and CDs and you see her grab like a laptop like put it in like a, a briefcase see her walk down a hallway go into another room and grab like an overcoat and like a, a hat and put it on and she just like starts calmly walking alarms are blaring saying that there's an emergency at the old research facility emergency at the old research facility she walks by a window and looks in back to this common room where two men are picking up Alice or uh, sorry two men are picking up Catherine and like walking her to another door and nothing passes through Alice's mind no connection just seeing this happen as a as a fact and she continues walking on and slips out through a side door and everyone seems too panicked you see people gathering up experiment, like gathering up all kinds of research material and equipment and people running with huge crates on wheels and stuff like that back and forth. Pure, pure chaos. And her mind, you start seeing different portions of her research and sitting in Catherine's house and reading through books and picking up and looks through a photo album and puts it back down and opens up a laptop and starts typing something and it's like wrong password wrong password and she's like another cut to her in the library looking through material there's like police tape all over the place 
She like grabs some books, goes into a back office, grabs some stuff, and then her writing emails and thinking and sitting, and then her sitting in a bar in the shipyard inn, having a conversation with Jort. Jort leaving and her kind of feeling a sense of satisfaction that the connections, the lines are being drawn, that the way she needs to connect the dots is lining up. And then you kind of are looking at her again in real time. And she is aware that I did that. Oh, even if she failed, she's aware? Oh, uh, yeah. It's... Yeah, they like when you push further, people are aware. Oh, I thought if they it. failed, it, it didn't matter, but uh, interesting. She looks at you, Tammy, and she's like, you're one of them. Oh. Uh, Jort, you made some interesting friends. And she looks at you, Tammy, she's like, they had a hard time finding people like you, Tammy. Uh, they had to go out to their main facility and and really look for people like you. Did you find what you were looking for? I wasn't trying to lie to you. I I did lie to Jort, but I felt like I had to to get him out here. I heard white lies never really hurt that much. What are you? Hopefully it follows Asimov's laws. (laughs) And she looks back down. The blood is like running down her hand and tripping on the stone uh, below her. She like reaches back and dips it in the water of the fountain and kind of brushes it off and she's like I I this I'm what I am I was created but I mean I'm as human as most of you seem at least except you don't experience emotions I read about them I don't really know too much it's not something I'm capable of understanding or I'm just not used to it no one really was too keen on emotions we we had a few um, I had a few friends growing up that were pretty lenient towards this emotional side I just never really understood it myself Aram mm, would kind of like gather them up like turn away from her I don't know who she is I don't know what she's saying but I need to open whatever it is she is talking about Do you think that's safe, though? I understand you want to get your brother out and everyone else. And I'm intent on that. But we don't know if this is going to open up something worse. Yeah, or if she gets in there and makes it worse. 
Plus, we don't know how to get him out. Like, if we could call him and tell him to be somewhere and open it there, then I'd, that would be a better idea. But, like, the, this... But how do we want to play this? I don't know, but... Uh, Stammy, I... It's all I have. I want to get, I want to get your brother back for you. I need everyone except Tammy to take off your headphones for one second. Then I'll wave when it's time to come back. I'll also turn the volume down. <laughs> uh, Tammy, I need you at disadvantage to make a wisdom saving throw. So that is a 12. Uh, a 12 does not beat a 16. Uh, you look back at the fountain. However, is uh, it a spell? Uh, it is a spell. I would like to counterspell that. Uh, you get, What ca- level are you casting it at? Uh, that'll be a third level. Third level. Uh, you get counterspelled. Oh, fuck. So my counterspell got counterspelled? Yeah. Okay. You look back at the fountain and Alice is still kind of looking around. You see her put her arm back down and kind of on her hip as she's sitting there. And she's kind of just looking around in a nonchalant way. The only thing you really saw her do was move her hand at the last moment there. And you think maybe she does just kind of want to get home. Maybe it's not the worst thing. Save Kenzie. Save the kids. She gets what she wants. You guys get what you want. There are worse things out there. And I'm going to bring everyone back. (laughs) All right. what I was thinking <laughs> is that we could like you know do a pulse or something that'll tell people like where they're supposed to be but also like will that tell the monsters I don't know like you know how sometimes siblings or like close friends there's like something that your friend can do that you'll like recognize immediately that it's them uh Kai my brain <laughs> Raisa um Hold on, let me... You... Your passive is insane. But you see... Like Tammy was going to wave to cut you off. And out of the corner of your eye, you see Alice kind of makes a movement. But she then, like, scratches her face and puts her hand on her hip. And kind of is still looking around the town square. As you're, like, talking. Just because I gotta... I gotta... Be as fair as possible... Whatever we just had a discussion about, you notice two subtle movements uh, as you're telling everyone this, what you were saying. Risa? I mean, I don't know what to... I would definitely, like, glance back at her, but kind of in that way where it's just like you're looking over your shoulder... Does she, she? She like looks at like, you. 
waves. And do I get the sense that she has like, you know, super human hearing and has just been like listening to us like we're just assholes over here. <laughs> uh, she said multiple times that she was as human as any of you probably are. Mm. <laughs> Uh, thing I'm just remembering it's been an hour more than an hour since I've cast Sea Invisibility right? That was three sessions ago That's a great question No, you cast it at the beginning of the fight Beginning of the fight It was ten minutes to the uh, and that just lasts an hour I'd say you you have a half hour left Oh, okay (laughs) Um Rice still has a connection. Aram still has the dark connection that seems to be flowing in an opposite manner. And Alice has a dark connection similar to Aram's. And you look around, you see other people have these lighter connections. Oddly enough. Because I think we got rid of Tammy's, right? Am I wrong in thinking that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if we can't contact but maybe maybe there is a way. Risa was saying that maybe um, we could do something that would let him know that I'm somewhere. Kenzie and I have been alone for a really long time and um well, the, the reason I've gotten so good at what I can do with um, the puppets and and my flashlight is all things to my brother. And when I used to get scared and it was dark outside or it was storming and all the power went out, uh, we would put on puppet shows. So... So maybe we could do something like that. How are uh, we going to get back, though? Well, we said we were going to... You were thinking of doing this puppet show to notify him that we're here, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think if you move the shadows here, it would move the shadows on the other side, though? Uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's dark there, so maybe we need more light, though. Uh, uh, yeah. A superhero signal that they put in the sky. <laughs> Simple shape. Big J. <laughs> hey, Mooney. Your power comes from that other Twilight Zone, right? That's a good name for it. Why didn't we? Yeah. We should have been calling it the Twilight Zone this whole time. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Shadow Realm, Twilight Zone, one of those. Oh, those are great. Yeah, those are both Anyways. Great. Are you able to, like, I don't know, manipulate that kind of energy on the other side? Like, when I do the little disco rave... Can some people see that on the other side, or what? Uh, 
well, we were kind of pulled into it, which I haven't figured out why yet. Anyway, we were there when everything was happening. My other plan is basically just use a twilight sanctuary and flying up into the sky. <laughs> Short man. <laughs> just, you know, becoming a lighthouse. Well, it's just like Moonbeam, and then you put your hands in it, and they don't get burned off. I've also got Moonbeam. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll just do the thing that's like, you know, outside of a club. It's the lights. <laughs> Alice, like, yells out. Uh, I don't mean to interrupt. I don't. I feel like I don't have all day. I feel like sooner rather than later might be better. Hmm. Well, she has feelings about something. There is the possibility that what she's saying could work. opening it up yeah because I mean we could draw them like all these ideas or we could draw them to the town square but how do we get them over when it opens they walk through so so we're op- so we're helping her and opening it up is what I'm hearing <sighs> I mean, I just wish there was a way to get everyone who was lost, who she did weird experiments on, over here. They could all walk out, and it would feel like a fair trade. But I just feel like she's going to murder us all. We're going to crater the town. But yeah, yeah, that's... that's I mean, to be fair, if she was going to murder us all, she probably already would have done it. But she needs short... Yeah, she needs our help. So maybe what happens is we open this, and then she murders us all. <laughs> but if she has a connection to it... She kind of has the same kind of connection as you do. From what I can see. What? Yeah, she's got like... How do I explain this? you got like a... There's like a... Tendril of darkness inside of you. I can see. She's got the same kind of thing. That's not comforting. I think it's sort of a bridge of how you have these uh, abilities. You're saying I'm like her? Similar, I guess. I wasn't experimented on as a kid. I don't I don't know the logistics of it. But maybe maybe we figure out what 
she wants us to do, and maybe we do that without her. I don't know that she's going to let us do it without her. Yeah, I feel like she has a next stage transformation, and it's going to be terrible. <laughs> well, what are we thinking then? I mean, I had bad signal and just like takes a rip of her babe and just throws <laughs> me in the back of bed. I, um, you, uh, kind of see Aram's, like, half blue eye that has, like, a bit of black in it, uh, just kind of go more black, like you see some of the black creep into that eye, uh, and a bunch of the shadows that are kind of around you begin to gather up and move away from where they are casting shadow uh, and grow darker and form into a quadrupedal shape that then uh, kind of opens a giant maw and snaps shut and a big black dog appears made completely out of shadow. Maybe Oof. use this to lure him here. Hell is like That was uh, that was interesting. I feel like Aram's gonna like snap a look back at her like she yeah. like shrugs. She's like, hard to, hard to miss, hard to miss that. If, yeah, I said the dog in first. Maybe there's a way to stall her until we can see if we can actually bring people back. I think, regardless, we got to punch a hole in this thing. Right, well, it seems to be the consensus. Let's crack this bitch open. Do you guys walk back over? Yeah. I I'll... spoke for everyone. Yeah. But... <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, yes. go lumping along in the back, just like, <laughs> suspicious. She looks at you, Aram, and looks at this shadow dog, shadow hound. She's like, hmm. I um, I've seen that before. How how do you know how to do that? I just know how to do it. You just know how to do it. That's interesting. I. I mean, it looks identical to things that researchers have kind of managed to capture and bring back and uh, research, you know, experiment, figure them out. It looks uncanny. You did a good job. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just saying it looks like a, something I've seen before. I'm just impressed that you 
can just do it um, apparently without knowledge of seeing it before. I wonder how that works. Interesting. Anyway, you all had a long discussion. Are we going to help me out? We want to help the people that are over there. That's what we want to do. Right. I understand that. Uh, sure, I. as long as I'm along for the ride. So how okay. do we go about punching a hole to this uh, dome? Oh, uh, she like reaches down to like a knapsack beside her and she like, she opens it up and picks up like a vibrant purple crystal and like lays it on the fountain and reaches down again and picks up a vibrant green crystal and lays it down. She's like, these are very interesting. Um, The other side has consumed so much creation that in a weird sense, it started creating things itself to be able to consume more and one of the things it managed to create in the in the randomness of it all was a way to form to punch through on its own uh, the kicker is that these things existed but it didn't really have the means to figure it out consistently um Hence the experiments and the the research. Uh, I thought, I thought, the people doing the research, the people you know, I guess she points at Aram, your friends. Uh, I thought they would wind up over there with the crystals, able to get back. It wasn't the case, I guess, um, as it turns out. And um, anyway. This is how uh, she picks up the the green one and just kind of haphazardly flicks it towards you, George. Hmm. I guess I'll catch it. Yeah, you catch it out of the air. And you hear Mooney. It's mostly that simple. Uh, your friend right there and points to an empty space has a unique connection with your friend right here, Mr. Jorthaniel, uh, paranormal investigator. This helps bridge his energy, filtering it back through to the other side, through the window. This purple crystal here, when I do this and throws it at the ground and it cracks open and you see a swirl of purples and greens like a storm cloud overhead 
starts swirling. She's like, and Remy is very upset by this. Remy agrees. <laughs> yeah, Remy's like, no, don't Remy, kill her. Remy's like, no, you can't kill Mothman. <laughs> starts swirling overhead. Jort, you hear. I'm not. I'm not going back. The purple crystal shatters across the ground in front of you. The statue on the fountain itself cracks in two and then the base of it cracks as you see almost like a lightning bolt held in place this hurts your eyes to look at and Alice looks over her shoulders and she's like it worked um I don't know how long this is gonna last uh I know it's it will close at some point uh anyone mind if I go first You know, uh, I suppose go right ahead. All right, let's go. And she sloshes through the water of the fountain. You see people are in the square. There's like someone having lunch over by witchcraft. They don't seem to even bat an eye at what's happening in the center here. Wind starts swirling around the fountain itself and like start going into this portal as it seems like a small isolated storm has kind of surrounded the fountain of the downtown area you see her walk up and kind of like reach towards it and Alice walks through this stagnant lightning bolt in the center of the fountain gone I don't know this when we want but we gotta be quick you feel a strain short like like you are feeling this drain like the energy from you is being sapped slowly as the energy is being sapped from Mooney alright everyone I can hold the board open for a little bit but you have to go in and find people or something. Okay. Um, I feel like for the first time, everyone sees Aaron be a little bit braver um, and doesn't reach for his flashlight to go into the portal as quick as he can. Oh, yeah. Looks at Tammy. <laughs> Jill. You know what? Tammy. Mm-hmm. You feel a clarity all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. You've been duped a little bit. Oh, f- do I realize everything? Instantly, as soon as she left and went through. Son of a fucking bitch! Y'all, she, she, she charmed me. Well, I, we, this is well, this is shit. bad. I, 
even without all that, I told she was obvious. She was like a terrible robot person. Do we go with it there and fight her, or what are we doing? I, it's, it's, well, it's, we got to get the brother and well, those yeah. kids. So uh, let, uh, let's yeah. let's we're fucking the, go. The kids, we're the kids. Follow the arrow, Justin, do I get the idea that I have to stay on this side of the portal? Uh, no, I was going to say you hear Mooney in your head. I'm going to stay here and keep the bridge as long as you're on that side. I'm staying on this side. We'll be able to communicate, but we can't take long. All right. If I never see you again, just haunt an arcade or something. I'm going to haunt this very arcade. I'm never leaving here. <laughs> but come back. We got to call the cell phone company. Oh, shit, shit. I can't call them myself. Yeah, I'll get. I'll, I'll see about getting you some more games on here. I won't be able to watch Netflix. You have the. You have to turn on the TV for me. You know. <laughs> I'm glad I know what we mean to each other. All right, I'll go in with everybody else. <laughs> you all push through this lightning bolt held in place into this desolate void of town square you see you step into a fountain statue nowhere to be seen but the actual brickwork looks like it's there but made out of this dark gray slate color the ground the same color Uh, remnants of buildings look like a similar fashion to the ones that you just saw but all slightly off slightly wrong no writing or anything, no names, no doors, no windows, just this flat gray look. The sky above is purple and green swirling around you, and you see almost like a, not as thick of a haze, but definitely a swirl of energies that you kind of feel in this area as you step through. You see already kind of off in the distance, Alice turns and looks and yells, Thank you. I never thought I'd get back here. I I mean, I've never been here, really, but I never thought I'd... I couldn't have done it without you, Jort, and your friends. I, I hope you find who you're looking for. And she, like, holds up a peace sign and turns her back, starts walking off. You all look around... Beacon Mountain is still there in the distance, but you see a huge portion of it missing. Half of the mountain is gone. You look at where the lighthouse used to be, and half of the lighthouse is cracked off in the the far distance away from you. You hear the sound of the ocean cold and empty, sloshing against jagged rocks not far off. Out of, t- uh, out of the center of town square. A cold wind is kind of blowing along the entire area. And as you stand here, you've punched through fully to the other side of the void. Uh, Aram is going to direct the hound 
to start kind of like trying to sniff out that hound right there. It's on it. Uh, trying to sniff out where Kenzie might be. Yeah. Um, you look around this area, Aram, and you also feel like you've been here before but you haven't you know you haven't you remember growing up and you remember going to school and you remember everything your friends and you know making or the bullies and the homework and the all of the life pains of growing up in a small community but as Alice is walking away with this aura of belonging, you also sit there for a second, like with this feeling that clicked all of a sudden. I'm not going to say what your character thinks or feels, but it you get a sense of like, oh, this is so familiar. And as the Shadowhound is running around the square, you see up against the side of one of the buildings, some figures sitting kind of leaned off not too far away you look around getting a sense not just kind of rushing off there's some bones over in one direction some more bones off in another direction everything kind of just feels a little bit heavy all of a sudden um, I feel like without much thought for their surroundings and if he is feeling at home and comfortable um, as the hound is kind of running around, uh, Aram will just start yelling, Kenzie, Kenzie, where are you? Raisa, you hear over here. In the direction of where the hound was kind of starting to run off towards. The dog has it right, and I like kind of start like walking that way, but like as quickly but like quietly as possible, and definitely keeping an eye out for other movement. Yeah, Um, Jort, how many? What's your highest spell slot, and how many do you have left? Oh boy. Uh, I have a fourth level slot that's still available, a third level slot, two second levels, and two first levels. I have an ability to regain uh, a second level if I need it, though. Okay, your fourth level spell slot, in this case, is a representation of your one of your stronger connections with Mooney, and you feel that deteriorating as you lose that spell slot. Hey, uh, we gotta uh, we gotta get moving I am feeling real real bad Um, then I'll just start heading after Risa yeah Tammy are you doing anything or are you following along I'm, I'm following along do we do we see the we just heard right 
Raisa just heard the faintest whisper. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Aaron Bohr, uh, let me see your phone real quick. Uh, he'll like kind of toss it her way and follow the hound. Yeah, following, looking at the direction, uh, I'll, I'll cast infallible relay and in theory, uh, Aaron Bohr's brother's phone should ring. Yeah, is that all? Is that just you have to pick a specific device? Is that I just want to know how it works in general terms? Um, oh, actually, I can't. It has to be a creature that I've spoken to. Oh. Ah. Oh wait, didn't I though? I can't remember. You, you know what? I'll when, count that as the, a connection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll okay. count that. That's fun. So, so then I don't even need Arambor's phone. I can just uh, a target that I've spoken to previously, okay. as long as they're on the same plane. Very and cool. then the nearest functioning phone or similar device within a hundred feet starts ringing. Yeah, then, you see against the side of this building, laying on the ground facing up, uh, a little light lights up. Go that way. Follow direction. You get closer. Laying up against the side of the building, Aram, you see your brother, Kenzie. You've never... Kenzie is like the opposite of you. If you Actually, how about this? You describe what Kenzie normally would look like on an average uh, day. Yeah, so you all know Aram to be kind of sullen while still being, like, charming because he is polite. Um has kind of like long dark hair dark eyes it's kind of uh smaller in frame kenzie is like everything that is opposite to that he is built and radiant and um athletic and charming in like the most traditional sense of the word um has like very bright eyes uh light hair Mm, that's what Kenzie looks like in comparison to Aram. And now he looks gaunt and pale, and his hair is incredibly greasy, but smattered in this dark mud. It looks like his face and arms are also covered in dirt. His clothes are a little worn, not like cut up or anything like that, but they look a little bit more ragged than what you would expect. And he's laying against the building and he looks, one eye kind of slowly opens. Uh, Hey, hey, it's okay. We're going to get you out of here. You see someone laying almost against uh, Kenzie's lap, kind of like a, there's a folded jacket. It looks like Kenzie's uh, Letterman jacket. And you notice Dax Nelson not moving, not making any audible noises or anything like that. And then leaning up further down uh, is their friend, uh, who you recognize, Aram, as another one of the missing kids, Zayden, who's kind of 
in a similar stature to, or similar stance to Kenzie. And he, Kenzie looks, I, I don't know what happened or where, where we are. I, do you have water? Uh, he's going to like kind of try to rummage through his stuff. I believe I have a water skin. Yeah, sure. If you have water. a bottle like, of water. But like really like a water. <laughs> no, you got a yeah. water skin. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he might. Uh, but yeah, he'll he'll pull out a water bottle and, and just kind of bring it to his lips to try to help him if he seems weak. Yeah, Kenzie takes like a sip. He's even, you can see the bones through his skin. Uh, he, he looks... A combination of just de- dehydrated, but like he's lost mass um, since being in here. Even his cheekbones are like sunken in. He takes a sip and then like looks down and tries to move uh, Dax's head and like starts trying to pour water in his mouth. He's like, Dax, Dax, not doing well. <laughs> okay, okay, we'll we'll figure it out. Um, he's gonna pull off the cardigan that he is wearing um, and, and give it, like, kind of wrap it around Kenzie uh, and then take out the flashlight and kind of, like, put it in Kenzie's hands and then yell over to everybody, I, I need some help! Can, can I medicine check Dax? Yeah. Just, like, is he, like, alive and healable or are we just, like, rolling him off a hill? Definitely. Do a medicine <laughs> check. Um... <laughs> George, you lose your next highest spell slot as you feel the pressure increasing. There goes my third level slot. Goodbye. Okay. Uh, Natural 17 for 25. 25. Uh, You reach down and uh, check his pulse and it is as faint as it possibly could be and you walk over and do the same Zayden seems a little bit better, but Dax is next to death. Uh, is this a healing thing will help them for now? Like, prop them up a little? With a with your medicine check, you could be reasonably sure that it would help you. I slap Dax in the face and cast healing word. <laughs> Dax dies. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, you still owe me a shift. <laughs> Uh, he looks a little bit his pulse uh, strengthens but he doesn't seem any stronger but you you feel like this definitely helped stave off death without a doubt so uh, what kind of like this air this dimension plane whatever like is it in D and D, is it like fiendish? Is it fey? Is it something? Uh, it's more akin to the Shadowfell. It's very homebrew, but okay. it, it is a cousin of the Shadowfell. If you want to think about okay, it like that, okay. So it's like Shadowfey, if you will. Then yeah, neat. Uh, so we need to get out of here in a hurry, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know how much longer I can hold the door open. Clap my hands together, and as I separate them. There is a glowing purple and green set of car keys and manifesting beside us is fine vehicle. There is a, you know, 
a crossover SUV <laughs> um, that is like it's full. It's a Lexus. It's got like it's a pink Mary Kay car. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is purple and green to match this element. Uh, so, so we have a vehicle. Get our asses out of here. Very Start, like cool. Grabbing and trying to shove Dax into like any door. Yeah. Uh, Short, you are down your next highest spell slot. Oh my god. Uh, Jort had said, uh, and like this is maybe out of left field, but Jort had said that uh, everyone no, he didn't say everyone. I know this, but he said that Alice (laughs) and Arambor had connections that seemed similar. Um, While we are here, are those visible to anyone else other than Jort? And does it look like the ones on the ground are suffering? Maybe something like that. Very interesting. Uh, I think Jort would... uh, It's still something you can't see with the naked eye, but Jort, on that note, you would see that Aram's uh, is actually glowing now and that everyone's actually all of them are glowing in their own um, uh, th- their own colors that are you know associated with the tendrils coming off of each person as if more things are being given or taken uh, in this area it seems like all of the the bindings are stronger here but you don't you see very very, very, almost imperceptible ones coming off of the three kids against the wall. Well, now in getting in the SUV. Almost like they're almost fully trained. Hey, so do I see one on myself? Uh, you got rid of yours, I believe. Wait. No, I got rid of one on someone else, but I no, I Never thought in the hospital myself. you tried, you did yourself, and then you tried to get rid of Rice's, but you failed. Maybe I think I don't remember. I think that's what I, I didn't episode. I didn't edit that episode yet, so I don't remember oh, okay. exactly how it went down. And I'm sorry if that's not it, but that's what I remember. Will to say it is now. <laughs> yeah, I think I really think you got rid of yours, and then tried to get rid of Rice's and failed. All right. Well. Fun fact, everyone, it looks like whatever is here is either taking more than on the other side, so boy, we might really want to get out of here. Sure. Yeah, you pile do we, in. Do I see Catherine at all? Uh, you can give me a perception check. Sure. Oof. What? That doesn't... Oh, that's performance, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I have higher than a plus one wisdom. Why is it a plus one? That's so uh, dirty twenty. Uh, dirty twenty. You don't see. Uh, no, uh, you don't see Catherine at all. No. Okay. I was trying to remember. Uh, I, I was like, what is this for? <laughs> you don't see Catherine do at see, all. Do I see anyone else? Just these three here. Uh, just the people in the direct area. And Alice, okay. so far away, walking towards the mountain. Okay. 
All right, well, as, mu- as much fun as this place is and as familiar as it kind of seems, we should leave. Tammy scoots to the driver's seat. <laughs> Hell yeah, in your green-purple color shift painted <laughs> SUV. You guys screech towards this stagnant lightning bolt bounding over the side of the actual foundation of the fountain itself as the vehicle is going through the stagnant lightning bolt Tammy you hear in your head right wait wait no no come back come back please as the SUV launches through the stagnant lightning bolt on the other side you hear oh thank thank the gods you're back alright let's end this Jordy boy and I wanted everyone to hear it. You hear a crack of lightning. It was pretty low. You hear a crack of lightning above you as the wind swirls coming to a stop. As this car screeches into town square and Tammy, you barely avoid slamming into the podcast van. You see Mike and Selena just like look of panic on their faces as you come to a stop on the other side. The lightning bolt gone. You hear someone? You can't drive in town square. We don't want to call the cops. You gotta move. You've gotta move. You got <laughs> whatever. And you're back. Uh mainly because I wanna use these <laughs> possibly. Uh, Aram will look over Kenzie to make sure nothing is uh, still attached to him in any way or leeching off of him in any way. Uh, If you would allow me, I have the scissors of shadow snipping. Yeah. So... Um, if he finds anything, um, Aram would kind of turn into this, like, kind of like very little, like he seems like, like very much like a little kid again, uh, playing make-believe and kind of snipping away, like, um, where his brother is just kind of uh, looking at him being like, it's okay, we'll, uh, we'll cut all our problems away, right? He kind of like gives you a weak smile. He clicks the flashlight on and off. We, we got this. We'll be fine. We're not. Nothing's going to hurt us in the dark. eyes kind of closed and you you hear him like a sigh of relief you feel like they're doing a lot better now Selena and Mike walk up hey uh, 
what the fuck? Where did this come from? What, you don't like the color shift on it? No, I mean, it's... I think Selena's obviously talking. I think it's cool as hell, if I'm honest. It looks... Uh, it looks amazing. I, I'm very confused, but I have a lot of thoughts to process. And she looks over at Mike, and she kind of... What was that? Was that a ghost? Oh, it was a hair. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? It's a real life ghost. <laughs> <laughs> it scared me just as much. I was like... <laughs> Supernatural. <laughs> so look all the way, Chester's. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Selena looks over at Mike and she kind of like nods and you see Mike lay down the camera and kind of like inside the van somewhere and walks over uh, and Selena's like, hey, uh, this has been wild. <laughs> like the past day and a half but I, I just wanted to say thanks usually people brush us off and they don't take us seriously and it's fine it's whatever but you all kind of jumped into this situation or we jumped in with you and, and it just kind of took off and I, I I just wanted to say thanks we're um I think we're gonna go back to the city uh I'm going to hopefully I'm going to work on these edits on the drive and uh, I'll let you all know when when we start getting the show out there. Uh, we put a big we put a bits and pieces of kind of what's been going on. And uh, I mean, people are really interested. Um, anyway, uh, hey, uh, uh, before you go, Sabrina, <laughs> and uh, she kind of like. <laughs> Um, yeah. Actually, I would. Um, I wouldn't take too much. L- listen, one way or another, my lawyers are going to confiscate every bit of that uh, recording I- that you have. So um, we'll be in touch. God damn it! She like looks at Mike. She like looks back at the van. So well, you could probably just go ahead and give it to me right now. Well, I, I'm not done. Let me just... At and least... I cast Charm Person. <laughs> and she looks at Mike. Well, all right, Mike. Mike, can you, can you grab the footage? And she looks back. Yeah, thanks, guys. We're going to go to the Bethel and then head back to the city. And Mike, like, walks back with, like, a, a, a little USB hard drive. Oh, looks... thank you very much. Uh... Yeah, this was really fun, you guys. And Mike turns and <laughs> walks, walks back to the van with Selena. I knew this was going to happen. <laughs> it had to One happen this episodes. way. It had to. I'm, I'm real surprised Mike made it. <laughs> Honestly, me too. Yeah. Just didn't even get eaten by the acid. I mean, when you carbo load like that. Yeah, it had all the energy to run, I guess. I feel a little bad about that, but kind of not. I'd really prefer if people didn't know about yeah, what it, happened. We might get more people like Alice snooping around, huh? Yeah. It's always best to keep the public in, uh, you know, in the shadows, I guess. Not knowing a thing. Is that a joke? I give you like the biggest cheekiest <laughs> like a wink 
And yeah, uh, the next couple of days, Kenzie, the next day, Kenzie looks a lot better. In fact, Dax, Satan, all seem a lot better just with a day's rest. Uh, Kenzie kind of like is sitting at the kitchen table when you get up in the morning. Uh, he's already got like kind of breakfast laid out. I'm going to say that again because I moved. <laughs> uh, Kenzie's already in at the kitchen table when you wake up in the morning, Aram, and you head out and he's just like, hey, uh, was that, was that real? Uh, maybe you take a couple more days to, uh, you know, rest up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I just don't understand. Uh, um, I I called Dax and Zayden. uh, They seem fine. Uh, Penelope, we didn't see her at all um, after everything happened. Uh, It it just all happened so fast, I guess. Um, Hey, um... Did you agree to go in there? <laughs> what do you mean agree? No, uh, uh, we Penelope called us and said she was going to hang out at the the arcade, and it was it's in the group chat. And he like picks up his phone and starts like scrolling through, and he's like, "Ooh, a lot of messages." Uh, oh, so yeah, Penelope just asked us come hang out of course I don't think I I feel like I woke up after a week um, it just feels like a blur I, I it's it's gonna sound stupid I just I just felt I felt like mom and dad <laughs> We're out there. It's. I I don't know why. Uh, I mean, we 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 saw other. I think we saw other people in there. We, yeah, we'll sit down and talk about this. But uh, they didn't seem like I knew them. Uh, if they were people, or it was all a dream, or whatever. But I, I just. It felt like they were somewhere there, you know? It, it, like I could hear them, but I couldn't tell where. Uh, I, I'm i still a bit loopy. I'm sorry. It's No, it's uh, it's fine. I'm glad you're back. Uh, me too. <laughs> um, uh, I... I'm not going to go out today. I think I'm going to stay in. Okay. I'm going to go thank everyone, I think. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, Did you need anything? Really? I could go for a Bethel house breakfast, if I'm honest. I will. Oblige. truly don't know what I'd do without you, Aram. <laughs> um, uh, uh, 
it's dumb. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go lay down. Okay. Um, he'll kind of pack up to get ready to find where everyone would be in town. Yeah, we cut over to the shipyard in uh, Jort. It's the next day, and you kind of feel a little bit better. You all get a long rest. <laughs> uh, Beautiful. Uh, Mooney, you hear as soon as you wake, well, you know what? Here's something we didn't touch on, and I really wanted to, but I thought this campaign was going to have more resting, and then it's D&D, and you lose track of everything takes forever. Uh, when you're asleep, it's you and Mooney sitting at a table there's two glasses in front of you. A void around. Mooney goes, That was... That was close. That was real close. Yeah. <sighs> I, uh... If we could avoid doing that again, that'd be okay. Yeah, that kind of... That kind of sucked. I mean, one for the history books, right? Yeah. I can't get that Graves and Oracle out of my head. Uh, Maybe when we're back in the city, we can... It it wouldn't be a bad idea to have some extra help around sometimes. Yeah, it'd be nice. We can, uh, what, send a message via rodent? Yeah, the raccoons, I don't... I don't know how they do that. (laughs) I don't know how they do that. I mean, they like scurry around with paper. That's about it, I think, right? Must be. Maybe, maybe they can like fold through dimensions or something. Oh, multi-dimensional raccoons! Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rodents of unusual dimensions. Yeah. Strange. Anyway, uh, you don't. If you open your eyes right now, the sun's up. I think I might stay here and keep you company for a bit longer. Yeah. 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 Uh, i get some breakfast after, though. My button line. What do you want? Bacon? Eggs? I'm not really hungry today, actually. Mm. Uh, it'll, it'll take a few days. I'll be right as rain soon enough. All right, well, we'll kick it back here for a little bit longer. Mooney, like, holds up his rocks glass for a little toast, clink the glasses, and we cut over to the Bethel house. Tammy, you kind of, like, wake up, you head down for the Bethel breakfast, uh, if there's anything pressing on your mind, but you, you get, uh... You have multiple messages on your phone, all from your uh, agent and your lawyer. (laughs) Everyone who's legally bound to you has left you a message, but you have a text message as well from your agent that says, uh, it just reads, I don't know what you've been up to, Tammy, but it's been working. Hashtag Sweet Tea Medium has been trending for days. I'll uh, type out a 
Yeah, I met one of them uh, influencers. Took a couple of selfies. <laughs> you get a text back that says, "How I, I don't understand how it all works. They just don't do real work anymore. They just take a few pictures and that's it. I mean, some of them do some real work. As you are sitting there on your phone, you have the hard drive with all of the encounters from Noel Shore ahead of you. What is Tammy's plan with all of this? So, I think. What was the what was the waitress's name? Uh, all of uh, Olivia is the waitress in the um, Bethel House right now, or the uh, the cook who also del- brings out all the food and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, um, uh, uh, Olivia, there's my my coffee mug has um has a little something in it. Could I get an, a fresh mug? Oh. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's just me some days and some days I miss things. Yeah, uh, I'll be back in one second. Yeah. She like brings you a, a fresh mug. Yeah. So uh, the the we'll take the, the flash drive and we'll drop it into one of the mugs. <laughs> uh, yeah. And that. That was that for the the lost footage of the podcasts. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, Olivia's like, uh, yeah, um, and I got I got your breakfast coming right out. Thank you, sweetie. No problem. And uh, our view shifts and turns down to the coast inside of a. Pretty nice, pretty nice travel van. As Risa, you wake up. It's a nice day. You feel probably better than you have in the past few days, for sure. You look on your little kitchenette counter in the back. The crystal is there. With a soft, vibrant purple glow to it now. <laughs> what's what's um, Risa get up to? Uh, well, I feel like I have been, you know, from the videos that I took putting together, like, you know, just stuff that, like, people will say it's fake. It's always the line you put. Yeah, yeah. And then it's just like something, something, hashtag sweet tea medium. <laughs> 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 so just like doing that in the van, hanging out. Then I'm like, you know what? I've made it my goal to resurrect Tammy's career. And I try to go to town and find her, <laughs> convince her that she needs a social media manager. <laughs> Amazing. And I think at this point, <clears throat> Aram and Jort, you kind of arrive at the same time to the Bethel house. And 
A few minutes later, Risa shows up and you all sit in a little booth with a nice view over the Bethel estate. Is there anything anyone is saying or doing at the end here? I pad out and I'm showing Tammy like the <laughs> metrics. Like, no, Tammy, Tammy, we can make some money. Well, well, now I'm listening. That's what I've been saying this whole time. See, you can turn the likes into money and it'll all, it'll all work out. We'll get this going. Have you got a book deal? Man, I've, I've already had one of those. A new book deal about okay. how you saved this small town and where are we, Canada? <laughs> Shit. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you just like drive around in that van and go to places and just like live there? Yeah, that's like what the van's for. Huh. Almost interesting. Almost feel a little bad for the the for Selena and Mike. <laughs> Tammy, I, I meant to say this earlier, but I forgot. You also, when you were leaving that void other realm, a voice you didn't recognize was prominently in your mind. Sounded like a bit of an accent. Not from or directly around these parts for sure, but seemed strange asking you to wait right at the last second before the portal closed. Mm-hmm. But strange things happen. I feel like as they're all kind of enjoying food together and Aram kind of thanks them for everything they've done for him over the last couple of hours. Uh, Kenzie said some strange things this morning. But, you know, it could just be from being there. Strange how, like, funny haha or funny paradox. Weird. said he felt our parents there. I'd like to think I was done with all of it, but I don't think that's true. I think all of you would notice as well as he's kind of talking to you um, that his the last bit of blue that was in one of his eyes is just completely black now. parents go missing or something a while back or mm-hmm. hmm. well might be worth investigating at some point had people try hmm. now that you mention it I did hear a voice in my head as we were leaving telling me to wait. (laughs) 
kind of curious about it. Hey, yo, what the fuck? Might be... You thinking they might be his uh, parents? Don't know about that. Had a weird accent. Different. Just seems like to survive there for any amount of time, you'd have to be powerful. Yeah, I don't know if I can open another gate for you and survive. <laughs> but, you know. Raisa is, like, rummaging around in her giant coat that she always wears. <laughs> and just takes out that, like, rock that was in her van. Just, like, sets it on the table. It looks like the other purple one that got smashed to get in, right? Yeah, it's the clear crystal that you found with the kid's stuff, but now it's no longer perfectly clear. It's now got a soft purple glow. Where'd you find that? It... Uh, well, I, it was the one from the backpack that we found, but uh, didn't really know what it did until after. Well, I mean, I guess that's a way to get back there, huh? Yeah, I mean, I think it's inadvisable, I would guess, but... You know, you got it do what you gotta do for family. My dad was a lighthouse keeper. And my mom went missing one day, just never came back home. They're not powerful. Mom was always scared of me, though. Because you're brooding? No. Because of the shadow stuff. Hmm. A little spooky, I guess, but... I mean... I don't think it's worth looking into, I... There's other people over there. We know that it seems not great to leave them, but it's also not something that we can do a lot about with one rock and not even half the notes, which. But with all of us together, maybe we could do more research. I mean, potentially. I was going to go hit up Catherine's house and break in and just figure out what the hell's going on there. What are the cops going to do? Nothing. Go on lunch break? Yeah, yeah. they've been taking lunch break for the last, like, three years. <laughs> I suppose, I, theoretically, with enough time, I may be able to open without a rock pathway to get there. Maybe we poke around here for a bit then. 
You ever Maybe see so. that like that vampire show? The what the funny one. It's kind of like a documentary. <laughs> whatever. Yeah, I have an what? idea for a new show. <laughs> Just oh. <laughs> <laughs> What we do what we do on the shore. <laughs> what, we do, <laughs> what we do on the shore. <laughs> Cuz see if we premise it as a comedy, then, you know, maybe the stuff that we do is just seems like special effects and it's just that documentary style. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's good. I mean, that could work. I'm not much could. of an actor. I don't know. I feel like there's a whole group of people who are very into the sad brooding boy type. <laughs> I feel like there's going to be a lot of fans for you. Mm. I'm going to stuff his face with that. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, you got to embrace the darkness, right? Own up to it. (laughs) I mean, this idea could work. I could use money. I don't know how much longer uh, Alice's tab for the room I'm staying in is going to be available. So we'll see. Plus, we already know two suckers with a nice camera. Indeed, we do. <laughs> oh, no. Testing the podcast, people. Fascinating. <laughs> should come back. Somewhere a few hundred kilometers outside of the shore, a van skids to a stop. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I pull out the USB drive and I cast mending on it. <laughs> Destroy water, destroy water, destroy water. Hey, we got a pilot episode. As you're all trying to resuscitate this USB, um, Anne Bethel, the owner of the, one of the owners, co-owner of the Bethel house comes over. Oh, Tammy, my dear, uh, lovely to see you here. Um, uh, I think you're checking out today, but just let me know. We don't have a lot of people checking in, right? So... You know, if you feel, if you're taking off, best kind, but uh, just know we'll keep that room free if you want it. Um, you know, someone was, that, there's a lady over there uh, said she'd take care of the bill for everything this morning. Uh, uh, and lays the bill on the table and it's already marked off as paid. Uh, she left a nice little tip, which was pretty kind of her. Um Anyway, my dear, let me know if you're sticking around, um, and I'll uh, I'll just be at the front counter. You all what, lo- la- what lady? Oh, um, you know it's. Uh, oh wait, sorry, fuck, I fucked this all up. Joy is the co- well, Joy and Anne. Anne is Sinead's character. <laughs> Joy looks at you. And she's like, oh, um, one of my sisters friends she's made recently uh she's just over there um a lovely lovely older woman uh uh page lovely absolute what a what a delight and you look over and sitting there sipping a cup of tea is a woman in like a white button-up long sleeve blouse with like a frill and a long black skirt she's got three very prominent scars coming from the left side of her face down across her pale skin with dark uh, dark black hair kind of tied back with streaks of white going through it. She 
casts you a glance and has a little smile on her face and nods as the camera pans out once more from Null Shore, skirting over the quiet communities, rushing past trees, rivers, hills, mountains, buildings, streets, and people. Something happened here. Something nobody was really aware of, and only a few people know the truth. Nullshore falls quiet once more, but not without its own mysteries. Sure, some of the people have returned, but not everyone. Where did Kenzie lose Penelope? What did they see really through the void? What was that voice Tammy heard? What happened to Detective Graves' partner? Where did they take Catherine Bell exactly? Where did the man on the beach go? What exactly happened here right before you all arrived? Maybe we'll never know. Time will be the one to reveal these mysteries for us to unravel them and to discover what lies beyond. Thank you so much for watching and listening to Stories from the Shore. That's the end. That's the end of our mini arc. What an ending. Hey. hey. There's so many things I want to know, though. There's so many things. There's got to be more. There's got to be mysteries and things, you know? Uh, yeah. No. <laughs> Season two. Season two. <laughs> Stories on the shore. What we do on the shore. <laughs> what we do on the shore. Yes. You want it to be like in the background of every arc you have from now on, just like. <laughs> Tammy yelling at the podcast people. <laughs> yeah. Get over, get over here. <laughs> Mike! Hey, yo, there's a goat over here. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so good. Hey, uh, I've already said this. Thanks for watching uh, Stories from the Shore. Thanks for listening. Uh, I, I wanted, well, we all, we all talked a little bit about doing a collaboration and then I am, I'm like, I'm just, let's, let's do it. Let's let's friggin' do it. Let's go for it. <laughs> and uh, I we had a bit of a break in the middle, but I think this was really fun. I think it ended in such an interesting manner. Who knows what'll happen in the future with all of us? Who's to say? Really, we'll have to see. Uh, I wanted to thank all of you because no joke, God Punch and Charisma Saving Show are you guys are just two of my favorite groups without a doubt and it's just so fun to like talk to you guys and interact and be a pure menace in the chat it's one of my favorite things to do uh and i i i stumbled across all of you by accident it was wild i like someone raided gut punch during the most like intense rp scene and i was just like what is this show i'm watching right now this is so good and the same thing it was like i clicked a link on twitter uh it was like oh hey i'm world building my name is captain grayson and then i was like oh i am not up to much i'll watch someone world build and i'm like oh this is really rad oh they have a show oh this show is super fun oh my god this is chaos um so yeah, thanks for putting up with me and for having this little adventure. It was super fun. I, uh, putting up with you. <laughs> I had a lot of fun. Uh, and I hope you all did too. In, damn it, I remember, in reverse order, <laughs> please tell uh, anyone watching or listening where we can find you, Andy. Oh God, 
That was the last one. Oh, <laughs> hi, I'm Andy. I'm a hero of hearts on most forms of social media, potentially the dark web, potentially if you scream into the ocean, <laughs> the name the name will appear. <laughs> we'll see. I'll figure out more ways of communication. Text text the ocean. Text the ocean. Take a Polaroid of the dark web and I'll appear out of it like a ghost. Ocean man. <laughs> uh, uh, yes, I'm the dungeon master on uh, Christmas Saving Show and so far that's where you can find me. Uh, it's a lot of fun. I hope you enjoyed my <sighs> specimen of a man. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't unfortunately get to do uh, Columbo one more thing just yet, but right. we'll save that for next time. Right, right. Uh, truly all of the characters are just such huge personalities. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> uh, Kai. Hello, I am Kai. Uh, Kyla cosplay on social medias, uh, mostly over on Button Sharpie, doing bandy things, drinking endless blood. Ah, uh, cup of blood. <laughs> uh, I have one of my tankards. <laughs> <laughs> the shield maiden tankards. What? Yeah, what is this? Cross promotion. So good. <laughs> Truly so good. Uh, speaking of gut punch, Jess. Oh, hey, that's me. Hi, uh, I'm Jessica, Jess, Dr. Psychowl, Dr. Psychowl TV on Twitter. Uh, I, too, am on Gut Punch. Uh, I run the show Laurelwind, and I also play Quinn, the wizard, who is having a rough go of life, just generally and specifically. Yeah, things are real in Darkness Rising. There's a lot going on. Uh... Grayson. This is a sign-off. Uh, hi, I'm Captain Grayson. Bye, I'm Captain Grayson. <laughs> um, <laughs> is that me? Is that, uh, oh, I forgot the name of the, the two cars driving by each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Umbrella Academy. Umbrella, yes, thank you, Umbrella yeah, yeah, Academy. Yeah. I'm done. That's us. Um, but yeah, uh, you can find me on most social media under Captain Grayson. And you can find me playing a very confused bard at present named Locke over on the Charisma Saving Show. What does Locke sound like? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Why Boy, don't mate. you want to talk about it? You don't Hello, want to talk about it. Hello, my name's Locke. All of you are mocking me. I don't we appreciate We are not mocking you. <laughs> We're locking you. Ooh. <laughs> And with that, it's me, goodbye, Justin Craig. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here too. Crane's <laughs> uh, over here to pick up the uh, <laughs> the McDonald's fries. Train of thought. Uh, yeah, hey, Not sponsored. I'm. Uh, yeah, I don't want to be sponsored by McDonald's. Honestly, <laughs> I'm. Uh, uh, don't sponsor us. My name is Justin Crane. Uh, I do a bunch of stuff here at No Fame. Uh, check out Tall Tall Tower our high fantasy D&D 5e tower crawl. It's sound designed. It's all of the goodness. It's edited down. It's run by Sinead Marguerite. It's fantastic. Uh, I play Grimir. I'm a very tall. I'm the tallest member of our party. Actually, if you didn't know, I'm pretty tall. And Lux is super short. Awkward. <laughs> anyway. 
<laughs> you actually are the tall tall tower i am the tall tall tower it's very good uh friends thanks again uh truly what what an absolute delight uh it was to play this little mini mini arc uh tons of fun and uh yeah we'll see you all later on bye bye see you on what we do in the shore <laughs> we'll be back <laughs> Uh, hell yeah. Hey. hey. We did it. Thanks. Thank you so much for listening to Stories from the Shore. Please be sure to check out our amazing friends who kindly offer their time and energy for this collaboration. You can catch Gut Punch RP live with weekly streams over on twitch.tv slash gutpunchrp or on their Twitter at gutpunchrp. You can check out Charisma Saving Show with their bi-weekly shows at twitch.tv slash charisma saving show or on their Twitter at CHA Saving Show. You can find all things no fame at nofame.ca. Follow our social media, come hang out with us, chat about all things nerdy, and get involved with game nights on our Discord. Or you can support our endeavors on our Twitch, Patreon, or Kofi. Neat. The best way to support any of the people you see here is to simply tell your friends. That's right, you can cast Power Word Gossip as a free action. Thank you all so much for tuning in, and we will catch you later on. So-